Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the You the Future Youth podcast season 2. Our today's sponsor is clapstore.in. Clapstore.in is India's one of the largest online discount stores. It provides you with deeply discounted sales prices saving you around 30 to 70% off of retail costs. They provide you with the best problem solving product at amazing and unbelievable prices. I personally had this experience with them that I ordered from them and the prices were super amazing and the quality and efficiency was just too good. So make sure that you check them out. It's called clapstore.in. Thank you so much, Clapstore, for sponsoring our today's podcast. We hope to serve you to the fullest. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the You the Future podcast. This is season two, and we have a very special guest with us today, Jackie Meza, all the way from Sacramento, California. It is 9 p.m. right in India, and it is 8.30 a.m. at her place, and this internet thing is connecting us at such a good rate. And, you know, we are very grateful to have Jackie here with us, and let's begin. Jackie, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, um, first of all, exactly what he said, like, it is amazing that we could be anywhere in the world and still connect and share each other's stories, you know, and why we're doing what we're doing. Um, So first of all, thank both of you for letting me be here. And um, my name is Jackie. um, And I guess I could say what got me here is my, um, my faith in believing that this, my purpose is greater than myself, um, that what we're called to do here is bigger than us. So that's what led me to start a nonprofit called Break the Gap. Um, Break the Gap was founded in last year of March. And we, what we do is we're breaking the economic gap, um, uh, the effects of poverty on our society. We treat the people amongst the street or those below the poverty line as if they're not human. And what we want to do is um, impact a community of coexistence and social equality. So what we do is we put together social events, we, we do um, art gatherings, um, we just want to pull out the purpose out of everyone right. through real social connections. The only way we can really make change is by right. truly caring about the cause and the cause is the person, you know, so um, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> we just... Oh. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so good. You know, like, uh, like I was going through this whole, your whole website and Instagram, and this tagline stuck out at me. It was like bringing relief to the impact of poverty and homelessness. This is your aim and motto. Can you tell us about this motto and vision of break the gap. Yeah. So um, breaking. So first of all, people always, are always like, "Why is it called break the gap?" You know, why not bridge the gap? Like, I don't know if you guys have heard of the term "bridge the gap," but um, first of all, I don't know why. I'm just obedient to God, and um, that's just what I had thought. And um, so, break the gap is because we're breaking to recreate. Because we can't. We've gotten to the point in our world where like we can't even bridge anymore let's break and recreate on this side recreate a new community a new world you know like literally that is the aim so when i say like we're we're breaking the um the effects and we're bringing relief is because we're here to be that that new foundation for this new new world new community you know so um yeah we just want to break those effects because those effects are depression, their anxiety, their um, addiction. There's so much that is keeping people where they are and not at a place of abundance where they are called to be, right. you know, where the creator 
called them to be. And um, yeah, that, that's why we say that we're breaking that effect, you know. Right, so, you're ba- so you are basically breaking the negative pattern, right? Yes, just breaking all of it, breaking everything. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so um, so how has this complete pandemic affected your work and everything? Oh man, guys, it has been really hard. You know, because mm-hmm. at first we had so many events planned right, for the year. Right. We had crazy amount of events. Twenty twenty was gonna be our year where we go crazy with events. You know, but everything happens for a reason everything and like it's so crazy how like i look back and i'm like wow this had to happen it just had to we had to re-strategize i think we had gone a little bit left in the vision and this pandemic although it was hard for us to go out there we still were like you know what no they're like it's almost like we have to be frontliners in the spirit like if we get sick we get sick and that's the risk that you're putting for going out there but we decided no we're still going to be those people that go out there you know but at first it was hard we canceled all of our events um and we were like what are we going to do so we put together like pandemic resources we were trying to gather donations we um we and then we started doing elderly shopping services like we started to just go out and because you know how the elders couldn't go out we just went and go started delivering groceries but um it, it was hard it was hard like personally for me because i'm such an event goer i'm such an event planner like, i wanted right. to be at the forefront doing all of these events for our community and like mm-hmm. that has stopped so that's how it's affected us yeah so basically it helped you re-strategize the company yes right? And, you know, actually, it is a good thing because if you have the right perspective, you can make good out of anything. So mm-hmm. that was something that you might have got yeah. a lot through this complete thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like you, uh, like when we talked last, you said that home is not a person. It's a, home is not a place or a person. It's an experience. So like what got you working on this whole thing on a personal level? Yeah. Yeah, on a and you know, I've been asked this question like on a personal level, it like the story would be that I had a friend who was um he was living in his car for a while, he was homeless and he was a videographer. So that's his talent right there, right? But if people were to know that he was homeless, I feel like they would treat him different. You know, like they probably wouldn't give him as much opportunities because they're like, ah, he's you know. But the truth is that we can all be homeless you know like like I live somewhere right now but there's days where like because the truth is that our true home is not here on earth this isn't it this isn't this place isn't our home you know so I just want to remind people like if we get out of this earthly worldly mentality and we, we remember above and not below, then we could start really truly connecting with one another and, and grow in a place of purpose and begin to move and, and reflect the way that the earth was really supposed to look like. The way that it looks like right now is not the way it was supposed to be. You know, like all this violence, all this like uh, murder, all of this, you know, it's, it's because people aren't functioning at a place of purpose. And um, that, that's on a personal level, it's just my passion in that and my faith in God and knowing that, you know, this is the way that it needs to be and just the vision. It was more like I received a vision. I had to be obedient to the vision. 
And um, since then, I've just been walking it out. So that that's really it, you know, growing up, like that's when I realized like some of us, we don't feel really at home, you know, because this isn't it. So that, that was my thing. Like, this isn't even it. So why do we treat those people like that, you know? Okay, so right now you talked about having the vision from God and uh, and some similar things. So what do you have to say about finding your own vision and actually working towards it? Yeah, as far as finding your vision, you have to do, you have to, it's this place where you have to fight for it. You have to. And what I mean by that is not fighting for the vision, it's fighting against everything that's stopping you from getting the vision. When you grow up, there's so many things that try to come and get you, whether it's your parents getting divorced or maybe there's bad people at school. Like there's so many things around us that right. want to stop us, you know? So I think it would be getting at a place of surrender and healing, you know, and um, really just connecting. Like maybe it's through meditation, maybe it's through singing, whatever it is that you do to connect to your source that's when you just close your eyes and then you just get all this like downfall, this downpouring into your head. And, and when you get it, one, you know, it's a vision when it has nothing to do with you. It's bigger than you. It has to do with helping others, you know, whether it's through your music, it's through your art, it's through anything, you know, anything that doesn't have to do with you, you know, maybe it's your voice, like this, this podcast right here, you know, this is amazing, you know, like what you guys are doing, like, like literally, this is a huge vision that you guys are putting together, and I'm all the way in Sacramento, and people on your platform get to listen to the story of Break the Gap, you know, or what I'm doing, that's just amazing to me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, so like, you mentioned right now that you have the strong faith, and like a purpose and vision and everything. So how important do you think is having faith? Because some people like, uh, I know some people who actually don't have faith and they just keep wandering around trying multiple things and not getting or not focusing on a particular thing because they don't have a vision or a purpose. And that starts when you have faith. So how important is it to have faith? You know what? It's not important. It's crucial. It's not important. It's deadly. You know, like when you, and the reason I say that is because I, I physically see it all the time. You know, like people walk around and they're just going in circles and circles and circles when the whole time in the middle of the circle is our creator waiting right. to experience them. So I think it, it's important because now you're not, you're not doing life alone anymore. The one who planned out your life for you, you're walking it out with them so when you receive your purpose it's only going to come from that faith and that source because then you're going to get confirmation along the way as to why like because you can think that something's your purpose but if you don't get confirmation for it you're going to end up five years later saying wow that wasn't really my purpose and that's okay that happens but it's just important to get confirmation you know right yeah. you might actually face some redirection but that does not mean you have to stop waiting for the perfect purpose or perfect vision. Just go for it and then you'll figure it out down the line, you know? Amazing. Amazing. So basically you are only 21 years old and you are running this complete thing. That is so amazing. (laughs) You know, it is actually very much, it actually gives us 
super amazing vibes that only a 21 year old can do this and so how is how has been your experience about being so young so basically if you started in 2019 you were only 20 year old right so how has been your experience being just 20 and doing such amazing things yeah it's crazy because i was actually 19 and then i oh my god yeah. that is so cool so that is it, even better yeah <laughs> you guys are really young um it was um there were some days where i felt discouraged because of my age and i felt that i was going people weren't going to give me opportunities because of my age but it there were there were some days like that but it was more like wow i'm so young i get to do this now like you know like and then there's some days where i'm just like wow like i'm really doing this right now what i'm saying is that there's hard days where like my the flesh inside of me doesn't want all this responsibility but the spirit within me is saying this is what you came to the earth to do so it doesn't matter right. what you you know so uh, i have days like that and it, it's a good it's an amazing experience you know but it's also like wow i really am this young you know it, it's one of those like whoa <laughs> you know the teenage rush a lot of people actually are chasing teenage rush is what i call it because you know there's a lot of emotions uh, there's a lot of hormones emotions flowing through you at that stage and it is all a matter of channelizing your energy into the right path yeah yes right. yes so what do you have yes. to say about channelizing the energy in the right path yeah channeling your well what i have to say about that is that it has to, it what it looks like is complete focus you know and i'm going to use my personal experience like i am also a poet i write poetry um i'm a, i'm a huge writer um but i've been channeling my energy in other things so i haven't wrote a piece of poetry in months it's been a really long time so although like that's something that i'm passionate about like when we're putting our our channeling our energy in other things like it can be really hard for, it it has to do like building up this energy and then going for it like but the thing is with my energy i'm channeling in things that i love like break the gap you know like so it's okay in that sense but as far as channeling your energy it's just important you know to have focus in what you're doing i think it just has to do with focus that's it cuz everything starts in the mind so that's where that energy builds up to go channel it you know yeah yeah you know like uh, like you mentioned before a lot of people they don't trust young people that much because like a lot of people think that age makes people wiser and it yeah it must be but experiences make people wiser yeah. not age yeah. it's experience and like it's really commendable that you started this at a very really young age and we thank you for bringing the change in the world and yeah, yeah. and you know also um you said that home is not a place it's an experience right so you know some people they don't like like some people you know for them home is something else you know maybe a favorite restaurant a book uh, a person anything so is it okay to not feel home at your home yeah that's totally okay like it for and you know what actually from the age of around the age of 18 like i actually got kicked out of my house and i was living with my boyfriend you know like for those years and I think that's also where that could have been rooted from. Like I felt at home with that person, you know, and I felt like this isn't my home where I was living and 
I, I think that it's okay. It's okay. And I think if you feel that way, it's for a reason. I think you're the black sheep in your family. You know, I think you are that person who was called to stand out for a reason. I think like God had to get you a little bit over here so that you can remember your true home. I think it just comes from there. And it's totally okay to feel at home, like in a coffee shop or, or whatever. Because like I said, I was actually talking to someone yesterday, super crazy story. Um, my mom said she was outside and some guy walked by and I believe this guy's an angel. Some guy walked by, he seen a bike outside of her house and he, he wanted it. The bike was totally broken down now. And um, so he, my mom told him, come back tomorrow at six. That's when Jackie gets home. And that's crazy. Cause I usually get home around five, but that yesterday I left work like five 30. So I ended up getting home like right at six o'clock, which is, <laughs> crazy right like so as i'm walking to my horse some i turn around some guys are like hi i'm looking for this girl his her mom said she's gonna be here she has this nonprofit organization and i'm like oh that's me i was like hi how are you like you know and we, just, and we start talking you know and it, it's one of those things we were talking and he was sharing his story with me and he was all like um he had mentioned how the feeling of home is like after like he he walks somewhere he walks into his house and he he goes ah i'm home and i i mentioned like it's not even the fact that you got into that physical place it's the feeling in your heart that built up and told you you're home you know that made because remember how i said from the abundance of your heart your mouth speaks so it's like his heart abundantly felt that he was home and he spoke it. So it was, he, you guys could walk into a coffee shop and that same feeling could build up in your heart and be like, it's like such a huge gasp, you know? Right. So bringing back, bringing that back to the, those who are homeless and the experience amongst the street, that they could have the same thing for themselves, whether if they get in their tent, because it, it's such a, um, that's why I go back to advocating for the homeless, because it's like, why we don't go around calling people who have a house home you right, know right. why do we call them homeless and create such a device such a such a world of division you know so yeah right so maybe that is where the difference comes comes between the two words house and home is that correct yes exactly because home is the experience house right. is a physical place right, yeah right. that's so good yeah that clicked yeah. to me just right now <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah okay so this brings us to our next question which is how can one find what is home to them because you know on a personal basis i am attached to very less things mm. so things being like that how do you think i can or anyone can find what is home to them so if you're a person who isn't as attached to like the physical material of things, the answer is nature, you know, go meditate, go on a walk by the water, you know, like, and I bet you like, you're going to feel like, so if you feel that, I would say the way that you can find home is by finding yourself, you know, right. you have to find yourself because um, your body is your temple, right? which means your body is actually your tent right here on earth. It, literally, this is your home right here. 
Like there's nowhere else that's your home, but right here. So I think that's why it's possible to gain the experience of home from other people, because now your two homes coming together, you know, now it feels like an abundance of home. But yeah, I think that that's what I would tell someone. If you, if you have found your home or you feel like you, you're, you're looking for that feeling, it starts with finding yourself first, you know? Yeah. But basically it starts with looking inside, right? Yeah. Yeah. Find yourself to find your emotional home. <laughs> find yourself to feel secure here on earth while you, it goes back to that, like as above as below, like this is, this is your true home right here. You know, that, that's what I mean. So, yeah. uh, and then I bet you it's going to be easy for you to feel at home anywhere you go. Yeah. yeah, you know, so like you've been working in the field a lot, you host events and you have these events of like and drives and events and everything. So you must have a lot of moving stories and experiences. Like, can you share one of those? Yeah, and just thinking about it, they've all been really amazing experiences, like not even on an individual level, on a like organizational level, like seeing that they're just seeing how there's so many people who are actually willing to get the help that they need. So I would say like, um, there's this young man and he, from, we were able to connect into opportunities, you know, and he, he's very young guys. He's like 18 years old on the streets. His name is George. And he is, just this wild boy because he's young and he actually really wants to be on the street but since our street team happened like our our friend from break the gap no way he has been just connecting with him connecting with him and just now he's like getting ready to um getting to a home you know like things like that that we physically see happen because we were able to connect with them i think that has been huge for me um there as far as stories there's just so many like there i think that and they're all very similar stories you know like a lot of the people that we have come across they're coming from different cities into sacramento like they're just coming around from different places um yeah i think i think there's not a specific story that i would think of the only it's all general you know like the fact that like people come into the the atmosphere and they suddenly want change you know i think that's the craziest story to me is that yeah as far as like one person who had a crazy story they all have like the yeah right right okay great (laughs) So this gets us to our next question, which is, what do you have to say about having the right kind of people around? And how much a part do the right kind of people make up in making you feel good? Um, So like I was saying, how we come together with other people who know who they are, like your home, that's home right there, you know? So I think it just comes back with um, being around that, being around people who know who they are, being around people who know their purpose, being around people who know what they want to do here. And then you guys come together and it's like this huge explosion of love. And then now you're truly home, you know? So I think what, what's important about that is finding like-minded people, you know, people who think like you do as far as the betterment of others is what I would say. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Right. Right, right, right. Because, you know, um, in we most of the audience is quite young. Like they they are the the 
age is yeah, between the ages 13 of to 25. Seven, yeah. So basically, yeah. it is very important to have the right kind of people around because they yes. shape you. Right. Yeah. And this is one of the questions that we ask to everyone who is on as a who comes as a guest to this podcast. Did uh, you mean did you mean personally, like for me or for others? No, for um, for you and for others too. Like, you know, basically having the right kind of people is very important and it actually sh- plays a big role in making you feel home because for a lot of people, a home is their person. Mm-hmm. Might be some person. So basically, on not on the personal level, but just on a general level. And okay, okay. Sorry, answered that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay, so yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah. So when we talked last time, you talked a lot about social media and how it helped you reach out to people and how it helped you boost your moments. So you utilize social media in a similar way to us. You utilize it effectively, as we call it. So how important do you think is this effective utilization of social media, and how can we maximize it? Oh man, social media is the greatest tool ever. And we, we need to remember, it's only a tool. Because if you don't see it as a tool, you're going to think that social media is your nonprofit and that you live in social media. So I think that's what I had to learn. I had to learn that, like, break the gap is an Instagram. Break the gap is in person. You know, like, but using it to create the story of it, to, to um, document what's really going on, you know, to be able to, it's like a drawing source for people who want to be a part of something. And as we all know, social media is how we all connect now. You know, the fact that we're doing this right now is so <laughs> Yeah, is it still social media? So that's how it's There was no way we would have been connecting over this call and we would have been recording this complete thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, social media made it all happen. Yeah, you know, also a big shout out to Parker. Yeah, right. (laughs) Thanks for connecting. So everyone, Parker is an amazing guy. His name is Parker Mears. He hosts uh, hosts a podcast podcast, called Taking a Breath Podcast. And, you know, it is just amazing. He is the one who got us connected. And he is an amazing guy just check out this podcast thank you so much seriously but yeah social media is great and we just got to know how to use it we can um we can probably maximize it by learning how to use like sponsorships and ads and marketing stuff like bringing marketing knowledge to it is how we're really going to get the responses that we need like i'm still learning that area like like we recently promoted to ads and honestly like we didn't really get the conversion rate that we needed so our return on investment wasn't that great to be honest but it's i feel like i just need to pick the right target audience and And you also told that a lot of people that actually come to the events have have gotten to know about you through instagram yeah so like as far as like our volunteers literally guys our volunteers were all generated through Instagram, literally, not even our website, because we didn't even have a website then. So it was all through Instagram, Uh, maybe a couple of family members or friends that heard it from us directly, but at least like 75% of our volunteers were from Instagram alone for the year of 2019. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Wow. Amazing. Okay, so uh, how many events have you had how many events have you had and basically how many people have you helped until now 
Well, thinking of the amount of outreaches that we've had, plus within a year, within those days, it's, it's for sure been more than 10. Like I would have to go literally back on my calendar, but it's been like, we've done open mics from our open mics to our outreaches, to our huge posada, which we had in December, to every outreach we've gone out to this year. Like it's been, it's been more than 10 for sure. Yeah, it's a lot, yeah. And um, within that, we've helped over 200 people, you know, like it, and it's just crazy to think about if it's almost 300 people, that's almost like one person every day. Like if we do the math, like in 365 days, you know. <laughs> but, but for me, my huge goal this year is not just to help people, it's to transition people, you know, transition them back into society and actually get them either whether it's a home, a job, whatever it is, like I really want to be able to do that more effectively this year. Because year one was just exper us experiencing what we were doing and us experimenting and really just being out there to be true friends, which we still are now. Now we really want to actually do the groundwork and start slowly transitioning, you know, back to a place of society. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so this brings us to the last question of the whole event. It's like, what do you have to say about mental health and how important do you think is mental health? Yeah, mental health is everything. It's a controller. It's a like controller of your body almost, you know? If you're at a low place here, then like, you're not going to be able to connect with others as well, you know? So I, I would just really encourage the, the mental health, the understanding the importance of mental health. If you're tired, get some rest. If you're feeling angry, go decompress somewhere. Like if you're feeling sad, don't isolate yourself, tell someone about it, you know? So I think when it comes to mental health, it, it's, it can either be really heavy, like really, I feel like there's never like a middle. It could either be really heavy or really good. So I think um, mental health, everything starts in mental health. So with the homeless, like amongst the street, we forget the mental health aspect of it. We forget that in helping them. So I think that uh, people need to remember that it, it's a mental warfare that's going on in the minds of people on the street. They're not living a normal life. You know, they don't, they don't get to be somewhere comfortable. They're living on the outskirts. They're, they're getting the, the short end of the stick, you know, so their mental health is not the best. Yeah, I, we came across amazing positive people on the street, which is so inspiring. But then there's people who their mental health has completely just left and gone. They're, they're at a place where of almost no return. But luckily, we're so faithful that we believe in even they can be healed through that, you know? Right. Right. And how much do you think is, does a home play a part in your mental health? Yeah. And that's where that being in a consistent, so if we're talking about a physical house or a physical dwelling, it's so important as far as the mental health aspect, which is why we believe in the importance of gap houses, because although we talk about home, when we want to talk about physical house now, it's important because it's a place of security it's a place of stability. It's a place of foundation for expression. You know, it's a place where you can dance in the middle of no, you know what I mean? It's a place where you can truly express yourself. And when you don't have that, it can be hard. And you could end up, if you don't fully develop who you are in that confidence, and when you're out in the street, it's not going to be hard for you. And you're going to end up going down this rabbit hole 
with your mental health. So I think it's that's why the the house aspect is important. A physical place is important, even if it's a tent. You know, we want to we want to start donating tents as well. Like it, it's important. Um, that's why we we will see like the mental health out there isn't great because we don't have a stable foundation for the mind rest. You know. Okay. Yeah, you know. So like, I firstly. Uh, want to say thank you for doing this whole thing like break the gap is so amazing and you you do such good work that it's really commendable and you know uh, one more thing like guys please check out break the gap on instagram or like check out the website check out jackie we'll mention her down below and also there's one thing which keeps pop- keeps popping in my head it's like uh, we two are also young and we were also like uh, talk you were also weren't you also weren't listened to because of our age and everything so it's we just need to remember that you know age is just a number age does not matter unless you achieve yeah and yeah so you know so thank you jackie for doing this and we'll see you in the next episode till then stay tuned check out check us out on instagram at you the future.in check jackie out we'll mention it down below and yeah that's it thank you so much uh, thank you guys like i said this is so amazing what you guys are doing um, thank you so really- much jackie thank you thank you so much we're making it happen you know <laughs>